Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. shit myself <laughs> the next one is, is done well crawling out through Baldur's gate coming to you live from the west cabin die some pipes uh what's going on chris how are you dude i spent countless hours playing Baldur's gate yeah that was a great game all right i gotta shut my fucking mind oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. don't want to be rude no 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 recording a fucking show here uh I'm, doing, s- oh, I'm sorry, I was going to say I'm doing good. I have a I, net, I did not ask you how you were doing. What are you talking about? Did I? I thought you did. What's going on, Chris? I think I just said, what's going on, Chris? I didn't ask you how you were. I just asked you what's going well, on. Well, I was going to say I'm doing good because I have What's a- going on? Did you sing that last week? I believe you did. No. That's a recurring hit now on the I, show. I it's four non blondes. We yak, talked about that last I week. I sang yakety yak. Yes, along with a host of numerous uh, show tunes. Yes. R A G G M O P P rag mop doodle the da da rag mop doodle the da da. What the fuck is that? Rag mop? Yeah. Never heard of it. R A G G M O P P. Is that like a right. kid's thing? I don't fucking know. You know the words. You have kids. I don't know where this shit comes from. Speaking of shit. <laughs> Find us on Instagram. And yes. Uh, Twitter and, and Reddit. Uh, let's talk about Reddit real quick uh, before I ask you how you're doing. Even though I already told you. Uh, no, I cut you off. That's all right. I cut you off like a like a bartender in Nolens when a patron gets drunk and goes behind the bar. I cut you off. Who's done that before? Me. Um, the pipe tobacco uh, subreddit. You guys are great. A lot of whiskey dicks over there in that uh, that subreddit. Nothing inspires me more. In, in all seriousness, hmm. nothing inspires me more to empty out my bank account than I going... I going to say bladder. No, a- anything can inspire my bladder for a good <laughs> emptying. I make a lot of trips to the bathroom. That's because I take Propecia. No, wait. Propecia's for male pattern baldness, I believe. Anyway, don't get me off track. Nothing inspires me more to spend money than to look at the subreddit of uh, pipe tobacco and pipes in general. And just to see what other people are smoking... 
uh, tobacco wise or pipe wise, and it really just gives me the itch, as if I don't have the itch already. It really gives me the itch to make my way over to smokingpipes.com and purchase a new pipe. Pipes, tobaccos, um, which I think both of us fell victim to this week, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, <clears throat> let me pull up the uh, the subreddit here. Uh, let's see. I think in general, members of pipe tobacco groups tend to be some of the nicest people. Yeah, you I would know? say that. They're very cordial, very polite. Apparently, they exist all over the world. I think when you drop that last picture on the subreddit, mm-hmm, the next mm-hmm. thing you know, we have listeners from Bangladesh. Yes. So there is a Bangladeshi who probably by the end of the episode is calling us a bunch of mutter chodes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure he's doing it. Yeah, uh, and rightfully so. Right, we are course. we are a bunch of m- what motor chodes? Motor chodes. Sure. Uh, I'd like to direct your attention. Barry. <laughs> uh, yes. We need to get in touch with Michael J. Fish, the show's uh, sommelier. <laughs> I'd like to direct your attention to uh, Reddit user Grateful Dog. He says. Fantastic podcast. Thanks again, gentlemen. No, sir. Thank you. Check is in the mail. Uh, Noah's Mill and Jameson Caskmate Stout Series is also a fantastic drink. Uh, Michael, we need to get on that post-haste. Yes. I don't know what all those words are that are put together, but I will send it to you, and I demand if they come in bottle form in front of me. Immediately. How else would they come in? Like box form? Like my wine. You do enjoy a good boxed wine. Yes. Uh, I'd like to direct your attention next to uh, Reddit user Official Madness. Possibly the ghost of Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You win him in the ring, you lose him in the ring. Uh, Why don't you live in my town? Maybe we do. That's true. I told him if he gazes up to the stars, he can know that we're looking at the same stars. How did you not break into Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star? When you wish (laughs) upon a star and know just how fat you really are, doodly dee. Uh, Chellums on Reddit. Great podcast. I love listening. Thank you. Uh, this is possibly my favorite comment. No more hobbies, damn it. And subscribed. Pipes, weird whiskey, tabletop games. Where have you idiots been all my life? What? What? I don't. I don't, I don't get the weird whiskey. Is it the screwball? Yeah. Or do you think it's the Buchanan's with the fucked up top? And how we just continuously harp on it. Or the fact that we're drinking Shivas. Like, who drinks Shivas anymore? Fucking gentlemen. That's who. Gentlemen on a budget. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Budget. Uh, Let's see. Ah, Captain Diet. What's the name of this podcast? And of course, uh, Critical Role. (laughs) (laughs) Or Dungeons and Randomness. It's a mimic. Whatever. 
Who cares? Anybody? <laughs> Matt Jack. By far my favorite. It's really a toss-up between him and Mutton Chop Piper. Mm-hmm. Has that guy been around? I haven't seen a video by him in a while. Oh, it takes him a long time to record. What's going on there, YouTube? Mutton Chop Piper here. Mutton. On today's video, entitled Smoking a Pipe, today I'm going to sit and watch TV and smoke my pipe with my mutton chops. Do you know the title of his last video, which was a month ago? I Have Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh that that nagging cough I've had for years <laughs> finally caught up to me. What's been going on? And then after that, what's he just, going on? He's been gone. Poor guy. I hope he's all right. Welcome back, YouTube pie smokers. Mutton Chop Piper here. Well, today's video is entitled "What's Been Going On." The big casino. <laughs> Chemo. Little radiation treatment. But I'm going Sudden baldness. <laughs> I look like one of those aliens from the 80s TV show, Outer Limits, with the little liver spots all over my head. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> Bye, Reddit. Followers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. People know what they're getting into. Mm. Let's not fucking pretend. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's not pretend. Let's hope these people just skip forward to the uh, the role play. Yeah. You know, right to the campaign. Yeah. <coughs> I have a touch of the. You're right. I have the, I have the plague. What I, happened? I think I have been afflicted with syphilis, uh, right in my lung parts. Oh, I have some, I have some congestion in there. I was a little sick last week. You were miserable. Yeah, miserable. Yeah. I was a little sick, uh, and luckily now that I'm starting to feel better, uh, no days off for me again. Why? Why? Why would I? So there is no doubt in my mind that as you listen to this, it is late. Uh, probably late Friday. I don't think it's going to go any past Friday, but not enough hours in the day, unfortunately. But it is still Friday. Um, and I mean, listen, uh, far be it from us to not bring you an action-packed show. And when I say action-packed, I mean packed like the bowl of this Nording uh, billiard pipe. Great transition. Fucking, if there's one thing I know, mm-hmm. it's segues. Not to be confused with transitions. Or transmissions, for that matter. <laughs> wow. How are you today? Oh, yeah, I'm great. Okay. I'm doing really well today. Thank you. I appreciate you asking. Good, good. I could not be in higher spirits today. All right, good. I'm always happy. You are. Just a happy fella. I I would agree with that. You know what's going to make me even more happy? All right. What will make me even more happy Mm -hmm. is when I stare, when I gaze. It, It appears that I'm gazing into your eyes. Ah. But I'm actually looking over your left shoulder. Because you see, it has now dawned on me that we record a lot on Thursdays because Thursday is garbage day. Yes. And on garbage day, when we record, I get to place my bets to see if your garbage man 
gets crushed by a car. Ah, yes. As he recklessly runs across the street without looking, just assuming that his garbage truck is like a school bus with the red flashing lights. Everybody is instantly going to stop because they see a garbage truck. I don't understand how this works in this guy's head. But this guy manages to stop this fucking gigantic truck, run across the street, grab your garbage can, run it back across the street, dump it out. And then this guy, I've watched him now, I think four times, run out into traffic without looking. And he hasn't been hit yet. I'm thinking today's the day. Right. Maybe. Let's see. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If he does get hit, yeah, yeah. do we go out to render aid or do we give a play-by-play? What is with the fuck? What is this bug? Uh-oh. Hold on. Stay there. Oh, we're breaking out the iPhone 11. He's trying to kiss me. With all seven of your lenses. So many lenses on that phone. This thing is good. Then if your fat thumbs could pull up the camera fat. Uh, what the f- uh, Oh, no. Critical error. What? It, you got it? You have 30 lenses on that thing. You can't get a picture of this bug? Dude, you have to see this thing. What is it? Well, now he's like suspended. Hold well, on. now I'm scared if there's a bug on mine. Are you taking angles? Dude, well, he's now, he's aiming for my balls. Oh. How, how do I get rid of this thing? Excuse me. Oh. Dude, he won't go. Just be a man about it. Oh, explosive. He's gone. I will put that picture up. It was like a green spider. A green spider? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. It's like radioactive. <laughs> oh, no, he's not a spider, but he does have eight. Well, he's got six legs and two gigantic oh. antennae. Isn't that weird? You might have discovered a new creature and then immediately eradicated it off of the face of the planet. Well, for any entomologists out there, when we post this picture, yeah, let us know what this is. Let us, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. we're very scared right now. This is from the uh, the icebergs melting. Ah, this, this guy came out, flew all the way down here from the Arctic. Had to get on my windscreen. Yeah, never mind. This I, is now the second one. They're coming after you. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is because of your inability to apologize to people. I'm sorry, what did you just say? Your inability to apologize to people. That's probably not why gonna let you bring me down, Brian. <laughs> not gonna let you bring me down. I'm that's probably why this is happening. I'm I'm trying to portray to the listeners out there that I am not always angry. Do, do you see now a storm is brewing out here? This is because... Do you remember that movie? What was it called? Firestarter? It was when Drew Barrymore was like a little baby. Mm, yeah, yes. that, that's me right now. I remember Firestarter, and what you remind me more of at this particular moment is The Craft. I've never seen that. It's about th- three chicks that cr- caused the weather to change. So I remind you of a fucking... <laughs> okay. What, uh, what are you smoking and drinking over there? I... <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. My favorite pipe, my uh, Savinelli Atello 614. And inside of it, I have Savinelli de Blonde Oro. Very tasty. Along with that, I'm drinking some Johnny Walker Black Label. How's the pairing? It's okay. I have a very like chalky taste in my mouth because somebody forced me to drink some disgusting shit before we started recording. And again, nothing can bring my mood down. I'm just in a great mood. It almost did because that was fucking horrendous. But <laughs> That's pretty I, bad. I now, excuse me, I now have like this horrible coating in my mouth. Well, what happened is I opened up my liquor cabinet. And what did you find in there? Just out of the out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Johnny Walker blue? Nope. Just, nope. Uh, just materialized from the ether. 
is this bottle of Hennessy Pure White. Ugh. Not even full, half empty. Who's been drinking it? How old do you think that is? I don't know. Who do you think got that for you? I don't know. Okay. And dude, like, there's not a lot of liquor in my cabinet. Most mm-hmm. of it is out here in the West Cabin. Let me ask you this. The other alcohol that's in that cabinet, can you recall like how old it might be? It's old because it's all my wife's shit. Like, my wife doesn't drink a lot, so it's all a bunch of like Malibu, Blue Caraco, or whatever the fuck, mm. and Henny White. Henny White. Did she buy that in a liquor store that was next to a pawn shop? I was going to say, I think she, she, I don't know. know. Henny White. Henny White. Okay. I have to, I have to launch an an entire inquisition into the Do you think it was disgusting because it's just Hennessy White and it's just disgusting by its own nature? Or do you think it's gross because it's been sitting in your cabinet for maybe 10 years? There's no way it could be in there for that long. Well, I don't know. Maybe you transported it here from your old house. Just got thrown in the back of the cabinet. Now it's making its way to the front. But uh, no, that defies all logic. Defies all. Maybe you were drunk one day after work. Okay, now we're now we're getting to more realistic, which is not uncommon. (laughs) And you were jealous of the. fine entrepreneurs that you tend to see walking down the streets of Brooklyn who push a stolen shopping cart Mm. with 40,000 cans and bottles in it and you aspired to be that you found this bottle on the side of the road you meant, because you were drunk, you meant to dump it out to claim your five cents for the glass but you forgot, you brought it home, you left it in your car you put it in your cabinet that's gutter alcohol it was terrible, that's what you made me drink it was terrible. I apologize. I'd, I'd almost sooner put my tongue to raw sewage floating down the street. If there was a blow... I'm bro- sorry? If there was a broken sewer pipe. A broken sewer pipe. On the Dyson Pipes radio program, when you fuck up your words, oh you find yourself English. in a roll-to-drink situation. On the Dungeons and Dragons side of things, we roll one d twenty. Anything higher than a ten, you are saved from having to drink. This is a twelve? No, it's a twelve. No, no, it's a twelve. And now I found a use for the Hennessy White. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what we could do with that is on a fumble. Yes. That's what you drink in the chalices. Yeah. Yep. In the Jaeger chalice <clears throat> of fumbles on your side, and Sam's chalice of fumbles on my side. I love the gauntlet. We're going to have to take a picture one day side by side of the uh, the stag yeah. and the chalice. Oh, I think we need to get you a more regal. Well, this one's sad because like, you really can't appreciate it unless it's like that. Right. And when I say by that, I mean that the opening of the shot glass is down on the table displaying the, uh, the full beauty and prominence of the stag head. Right. All of its glory. So anyway, I'm hoping for my day to get even better, which I didn't think would be possible because I'm in such a great mood, but I'm really looking forward to your garbage man coming by, making an appearance. Yes. Hopefully getting crushed. Uh, I don't know. Did we answer this question? If he gets hit, do we go render aid or do we give a hysterical play-by-play? Oh, no. I'm giving a play-by-play. We only give aid if he gets hit and he lands on your property because then I think it's a liability issue. You can't have him die on your grass. Well, we could just have you sit in the chair next to me and we could just play like we didn't see it. Could do that, you know. Plausible deniability. Well, I do wear glasses. I could just say I forgot to put my contacts in. 
Yeah. And I'm, I can't hear. I have fucking headphones on. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am smoking some Peter Stokeby English Oriental Supreme, which I procured out of my Eric Stokeby fourth generation leather pouch. Put that together. You Stokeby motherfuckers. That's like Stokeby incest. That's right. Stokecest. So we're stoking the flames of Stokecest. Of Stokecest. Might be the name of the episode. Stokecest. Now, is that like incest or it, it's October? It could be Oktoberfest. 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 October Stokecest. Oktoberfest. <laughs> Where are we? Uh, for the record, People stop listening by now? Probably. Yeah. Barry uh, just took a seat over there by your car. Of course he did. Looked over here. Mm-hmm. And when I went like this, I, when I, I put my hand up to as if only to motion him. Like, hey, fucking producer. Yeah. Uh, then he stood up immediately after sitting down. Stood up, went out uh, into, the, into the yonder. It's all right. He just, I'm, it's all right. He don't like you. Uh, so with my Peter Stokeby, uh, I am drinking uh, the Buchanan's. It's a little bit of Buchanan's left. I decided to take it, and I will say mm-hmm. the pairing is incredible. Seriously? Yeah. Yep. I am a big fan. So the Oriental English from Peter Stokeby pairs well with the Buchanan's. Correct. I could not be... Ha- can you please... Fuck up all of your words so we can polish off the bottle of Buchanan's? Nope, because I have to go back to work immediately after this. I have to speak with a determined... Okay. <laughs> I'm such a fucking idiot. Good job. A determined... Yes, yes. <laughs> purpose. You had it. Do you even have... Di- you are so unprepared. Excuse us. What the fuck? I think you have a leak in here. I think that owl just shit on the table. What we say, a six or higher? <laughs> no. Very nice. So, we have a great gameplay session lined up for you today. Uh, but before we get into that, I, if I may, I'd like to propose a toast. Why do you look so sad? Listen. That's all this is going to be a little bit of a walk. I want you to go with me. Okay. I smoked cigarettes. Your life insurance company doesn't listen to the show, do they? Nobody listens. I smoked cigarettes for about 20 years. And I quit. And I switched to the... Okay. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, s- I switched to the Juul. Uh, now, I smoked menthol cigarettes. So I enjoy a Juul menthol or okay. mint. Sometimes cucumba. Excuse me? Cucumba. It's good for ya. Cucumba. They have cucumba flavored Juul yes, inserts? They used to. Okay. <laughs> Until this. Fuck that runs New York State mm-hmm. has decided that because a bunch of fucking hippy dippy nerds 
in California started mixing their own vape juice with like vitamin E extract and weed. However, fucking weird witchcraft sciencery goes behind sci- science mancy. Goes sciency? Sciency. Fuck you, dick face. Sci- 15. Motherfucker. They, they end up exploding their lungs. Their lungs explode. Right out of their body. This is like alien. Yes, exactly. Face huggers ripped through their chest. Ugh. It's, it's gross. What that homemade concoction of fuckery has to do mm-hmm. with my delicious mint jewel pods is fucking beyond me. But I'm sitting here with my jewel smoking mango like a fuck. Because they decided that in New York State, mint-flavored jewels, illegal. But you can have mango. Mango. So that, But that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make sense. In order for me to get... Uh, I tried ordering it from Jewel. Well, we can uh, ship to New York. I feel like these poor fucks in Washington who can't order pipe tobacco. It's like a fucking prison. Is this America? Nope, not anymore. It's not America. Cigarettes have been killing motherfuckers. Yep. Since 1305. Yes. When F- Philip Morris died of the what I like to call the mutton chop. Wow. Please continue with your history lesson. <laughs> so Philip Morris landed in Jamestown, Virginia. Yes, died of the mutton. And uh, from then till now, Mm -hmm, motherfuckers' mm -hmm. lungs have been exploding from cigarettes. Yes. That's all fine. Of course. Ten fucks make their own vape juice. Now I got to fucking suffer. Everything is fucking illegal in New York now. In order for me to get a fucking jewel pod, (laughs) I have to fucking go to our our friends in, in Bangladesh. I had to go to like a Bengali fucking black market with Jack Bauer and an AK-47 with a burqa wrapped around my fucking head running through. Get him, Joe! Get him! Get him! I need the menthol! Getting shot at. Stealth bombers. Hold on, Jack. Just hold on, you son of a bitch. Where's the menthol? Hold on, Jack. I have to go through all this to get a fucking jewel pod. I've had enough. I'm, I'm running to the market. There's there's blankets, like one of those like fucking markets, like a bazaar. And there's... Oh, shit. Hold on, Jack. Oh, and I get shot in the leg, and it fucking hurts, and I'm limping. Ah, like, oh, god damn it, you sons of bitches! Hit the dirt! Jack! Jack! I need an evac! I need an evac! I found menthol! I need an evac! That's what I gotta go through. <clears throat> to like get my saving fucking... Private Ryan. Yes. But let me... I, I have to look this up for you. Okay. Because I'm, I'm confused by all this. Excuse me. Um, internet? J-E-W-E-L Stick Right, they're sticks Jewel, what? what? What do you call that thing? Jewel, 
J Jewel. J E W. Nope. J L. J E. No, no, no. I'm spelling Jewel. Excuse me. J J Jewel. Yes. J Jewel. J E W E L. No, it's J U U L. Come on. No, this is America. It's it's written right here. It's written right there. Stop it. I don't want to see these fucking lies. The, the only word in English, the only word in American that has two U's next to it is vacuum. Okay? And I don't see any fucking women in here. So J E. A little confession I vacuumed my house the other day. Thanks, wife. Um, J E W E. Oh, U U. Do they have like dots over the U's? What fucking... No, this isn't fucking Euro trash. Oh, but it's okay to put two U's together. Jewel. <laughs> J-U-U-L. <laughs> so you cannot ship these to New York? Only the Virginia Tobacco uh, and I think Classic Menthol they will ship. So get the Classic Menthol. Right, but what if I want to fucking indulge in some Kugumba? You're not allowed to. It's good for you. No, then you're going to have to jerry-rig your own fucking... And that's what's going to make my lungs explode. But that's not what the government is is mandating. That's not the law that they created. So you can go ahead and jerry-rig whatever the fuck you want. Here's the problem with government, okay? I'm going back to Marlboro menthols. Just go back to smoking cigarettes. It's far healthier for you, yes. apparently. Right? If the government is going to allow you to smoke Marlboro menthols... Here's, here's what the stupid... It's just stupid. So I can go into a tobacco shop, and I don't want to give anybody ideas, or I can go into a cigar shop, right? I could buy an acid cigar that just the, the wrapper on that is just, it tastes, it's very sweet. So if you're worried about children being attracted to cigars, pipe tobacco, cigarettes, these fucking stupid jewel, looks like you're blowing a USB driver. A what? Like a USB driver. Isn't that a what? A USB drive? Is that what it is? Yeah. Fuck me. I hate showing my age. Driver. 15. So, if they're trying to prevent... First of all, put the onus on the fucking... On the owner of the establishment that sells this. Right? It's illegal for you to sell cigarettes to anybody below 18 years old. Right? You have to be... Oh, you have to be 21 now? Yeah. They changed that. All right. So, you have to be... I'm just behind the times here. It's all right. So, you have to be 21 or older. So they have to ID you. Yes. Okay, so just do the same thing for these fucking jewel pods. They do. So what's the fucking problem? I don't know. So they're legislating the legal way. They're legislating the people who want to buy it the legal way because of people who did it illegally. Yeah. How does that make any sense? It doesn't, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I you, am going to mm -hmm. create a gang. I'm going to have these Careful. places. No, no, no. Just hear me oh, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have these places where we're going to be hidden in plain sight where people can go and enjoy their jewel pods. Yes. You just got to speak real easy while you're inside of them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And okay. eventually, I will be taken out. I will be taken out. But it will be not by the regular police. I will be taken out by, like, let's just say a treasury agent. And mm -hmm. him and his band of untouchables will eventually come to get me. I think we can work with this. Yeah. You come up with some great, like, original ideas. I think so. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We can call the gang of people. It just, it sparked in my head. You mentioned it. We can 
We can call these lawmen the untouchables. Because they're they're almost like they're untouchable. Yeah. They're above the law. They're and that's untouchable. the only way I can be taken out is by people who are untouchable. Right. Therefore, ergo, untouchables. Yeah, I like that. Okay. We should coin a, a, a phrase or some sort of name for the place that you would go and smoke these jewels. I just, I can't. I know it's got to be a place when you're in there, you got to speak real easy so yeah, people yeah. don't hear what's going on. I, I got it. What? Easy Speaks. Easy Speaks. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It rolls right off the tongue. Right off the tongue. Easy Speaks. You got to speak real easy when you're in the Easy Speaks. Exactly. It, it makes, I see, it's like a play on words. Exactly. Is that a pun? It's a conundrum, if you would. Yes. Mm-hmm. An oral conundrum. It's an allegorical statement. Yes. Right. Of the highest caliber. Of, exactly. Yeah, I uh of course we're 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 joking. We're we're uh we're talking about the movie Godfather. Yeah. Um Scorpio. The sequel to Godfather. Yes. Everybody knows this. Yes. Uh I hear it was a Bronx tale. What a, I don't what happened in the Bronx? I don't know. There's some good fellows over there. Speaking of the Bronx, I think yes. that's the first known fatality from these jewel pods. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think some fucking dumb fuck killed himself vaping some jewel pod. In a suicide lane. Yeah, I think he had the jewel pod in one side of his mouth and a gun in the other. And and he died. And they attributed it to the jewel pod because that's a flavor of the day. Not gun violence. They're right. going after jewel pods now. All right, good. So. How do they make money off of this? That's what I want to know. Because bottom line, this is all about making money. So I think what's happening is the lobbying groups on behalf of Big Tobacco is forcing these politicians to create laws to get people to stop smoking things other than tobacco. That's really what this boils down to. I guarantee you if you follow the money, they are finding a way to push out this up-and-coming thing because they know that these jewel sticks or whatever the fuck you want to call them, they're helping people quit smoking. 100%. It's an inside job. No, it's a lobbying job. This is how politics works. From the inside of a building. They could potentially be inside of a building. So it's an inside job. Yes. We've connected the dots here. Your deep throat. Is that a Metal Gear Solid reference? No. Deep throat. No, no. No, I'm pretty sure deep throat is a Metal Gear Solid reference. I'm pretty sure that's like a Watergate reference. There's a deep throat in... Metal Gear Solid. Really? Yeah. There's also a Master Miller. Master Miller. 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 Okay. But he turns out to be Liquid Snake, and that's, you know. I know nothing about this game. Well, that doesn't. So you have an issue with Jewel Pods. Now I got a fucking issue with you. Now we got a fucking problem. Jewel Pods. J E W. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. So this uh, this snake lunges out of the mountain face, chasing Citadel. Citadel lands flat on his back as he unfurls himself. As this snake comes down to bear, I imagine that you deploy both of these crossbows and in quick succession, just two quick shots. And the arrows both slam into the side of this constrictor snake. 
Okay, and then for my bonus action, I'm gonna hide. Okay. So I look for maybe like a uh, like one of these carve outs in the in the mountain wall. Okay. Um, give me a stealth test, uh, stealth check. Fourteen. All right. So what did I say? Fourteen. Fi- so it's sixteen. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to do some fucking studying again. Dude, I feel like, well, especially now that we leveled the character, because I've been playing dry the whole fucking time right. without any abilities, so now this is like a new world. You know? David did not do a good job training you. you no, know, no, no, no. He did a great <laughs> job. I just failed to take notes and listen to the fucking guy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm level three. Like, what, what the fuck do I do now? So you're, you're kind of running off to the side as this snake lunges down at uh, Citadel, and you fire both of these bolts... I would imagine as you're diving behind like a rock and these two bolts slam into the snake and I would say garners his attention uh, and he no longer really cares about Citadel so much as all he sees are these three guys standing in the middle of the path. Oops. And watch his movement speed. And with lightning speed he comes down onto these three guys and he wraps one of them up into its body. He bites down on the second one, killing him instantly and just starts squeezing the life out of the the original first guy that he wrapped around. You can see like his eye, if you were to look like off to the side, you can see his eyes bulging out and you can see him trying to turn his head towards you for, for some help. In the meantime, Citadel kind of gets up onto his feet and starts charging toward this snake. And you technically, we don't have to roll initiative for you yet because this snake has not seen you yet. Okay. I'm gonna fire another two shots into this solemn bitch. All right. So I'm going to try to shoot the area of the snake that's coiled around this guy. Okay. All right, 23. Um, roll damage. So I do 10 points on the first shot with sneak attack damage. Okay. And then the second shot is going to be a 19. Roll damage. 7. And then I got to hide again back in the... Give me a stealth check. So you fire two more bolts into the side of this snake. As you're running to the next piece of cover, the snake sees you. It chooses to instead bite down on that third stand bystander uh, because he happens to be right next to this guy. This is all happening very fast. The snake bites down on this guy. The guy constricted now passes out. We don't know if he's alive or not. And the snake releases him. Let's roll initiative. With a 20. You rolled a 20? No, you have to, you have to roll a 20. Oh, I'm sorry. Not a, not a 12. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you add? Dex bonus to this, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I rolled a 10. All right, so it's going to be Snake, uh, Snake Citadel, and you. Okay. The snake looks back and is watching as you scramble for cover. Maybe halfway th- across the trail or wherever you go, you realize, oh shit, I'm cornered. And the snake lunges at you. I should keep that, but I'm not going to. 15. Yeah, I got heck. As I speak with the pipe in my mouth. What's base AC? 10, right? Uh, I think base without armor is a 10. Yeah. yeah. Plus my dex bonus, so I have a 12. All right, so he does... He snaps his jaw down at you doing 13 oh, man. damage. So I picture like he bites down at you on your shoulder and kind of flings you against a wall or something like that as you scramble to your feet. Okay. Citadel charges in and slams down on the snake with his warhammer. The snake kind of dodges to the side. The warhammer smacks against the ground harmlessly. And you're up. All right. I'm going to disengage and Citadel is in melee distance of this guy, correct? Yes. All right. So I get advantage. And I could do sneak attack damage. Kind of a neat mechanic. Yeah. You know, if you have another another party member or whatever yeah, attacking an enemy. Picture it like it's distracting it from right. a ten. Uh that's with the first crossbow? Yeah, yeah. Alright. You're gonna roll the other the other one? Mbato Core. Well, I miss both. You don't know that. An eight. Okay, yeah, you miss both. Yeah. <laughs> I figure if the ten didn't hit, that's definitely not gonna hit. So uh so you you back off a little bit and uh fire both of these bolts. They whiz by the uh the snake. The snake now targets Citadel. What? That was a crit. The snake opens its mouth and grabs Citadel and in one lunging motion launches because it's no longer interested in dealing with this fight. It's hurt. It wraps its mouth around Citadel and launches back up into one of the holes up in the mountain and vanishes. It took Citadel in one of the fucking holes. Yes. How is it a hole that I can get up in? This hole is... Anything under 200 meters, we're good. <laughs> Seven feet off the ground. Okay. All right, I'm going to attempt to uh, jump up and grab the ledge and pull myself into uh, into the hole. All right, give me a strength check. Nope. A five. Yeah, you can't reach that one, but these holes... 
as you'll recall, have been all over the place. Yeah. Um, so I just look for another one that's on the same side of the mountain that's obviously one that I could walk into realizing that I have underdeveloped man muscles. <laughs> so I would say... Um, I think there's a lot of soy back then. Probably only in Northridge. You're mm. supposed to be like a hearty town. You're, you know, people probably talk about you behind your back. They probably do. Scrawny portmaster. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Maybe if he actually lifted the cargo off of the ships, he'd be in. That's what it is. You're, you delegate. You don't have to get no, your no. hands dirty. I lift books. You probably don't have calluses. No. No, no, no. Very soft hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say after some quick investigating, um, by the way, are we going to check on this third guy? No, fuck him, dude. Citadel is, he's gone. I don't care about this guy. You think it might be a problem if he wakes up and goes to tell the next town about a Warforged fighting a snake in the middle of the... First of all, I don't think he's going to know what a Warforged is. <laughs> and with the size of the snake and the damage, it, yeah, I don't think this guy's living. Okay. I'm I'm very focused on Citadel. Yeah. This is like the first time that now he's gone out of my sight without me telling him to go and do something. So I'm very nervous. Very nervous. So I I I view it as Harrison completely forgets that those guys were even there. All right. So let's let's do this. Let's roll one D four. Every number counts as ten minutes. Let's see how many minutes we spend looking for a hole that you can get to. Two. All right. So you spend twenty minutes. At some point, you find a hole that's either on the ground or close enough where you can just climb in. And we are entering this tunnel. Yeah. Yep. All right. So as you crawl (laughs) into this tunnel, um, you come to a point where it steeply drops down. Like how far of a drop? 200. <laughs> uh, it, it's a good maybe 60 feet. 60 feet. And that's the only way that this, this goes. This portion of this tunnel. Yes. Okay. All right. I go on my pack. I'm going to grab some rope. Okay. And I'm going to hope that my rope is 60 feet long. So I'm going to try to find something to secure the rope to. Your rope is 60 feet exactly. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, so we're going to tie it off and start rappelling? Yeah, yeah. All right, so you you don't necessarily need the rope to go down. I mean, you're obviously sliding. It's a pretty steep angle, but this rope is probably going to be more important to get yourself back out. Right, right. Um, if, you, if you were to lay down on your back and kind of put your hands out to the side, you can reasonably control your descent down into this tunnel. Uh, Getting back up might be a little more challenging. Luckily, you have this rope. I should be a real dick and have you roll to see how well you tie it off, but we'll assume... Let's roll. Let's roll. You brought it up. Let's roll. Okay. Uh, Give me a dex check. 20. (laughs) Dude, I am a fucking master of knot tying. Working in the port. You know, lots of knots. Yeah. Yeah. You're a knot master. I find a I find a rock that resembles like a cleat. Tied off to that. Jimmy Knotts. I'm Jimmy Knotts over here. <laughs> and bada bing. Uh, all right, so we get to the bottom of this descent. What a waste of a twenty. Oh well. It, it's just as well tied off as if you didn't roll at all. Like I was going to 
not have you roll. <laughs> Put that in your oh, pipe. God damn it. Uh, so now this this tunnel. Luckily, it doesn't. It's not very labyrinthian. If 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 you were to guess, all of these tunnels serve one purpose, and that is to get from wherever they lead to back out again. So it's not like you can go left, right, up, down. Right. It's not like branching in all these crazy different directions. So they all originate from one single origin. Right. They they have like they probably lead to some sort of like cavern. Within You've the been mountain. traveling for a, quite a while now, and you haven't seen any intersections. Okay. So it's reasonable to think that this is going to end somewhere. Okay. And that somewhere is a very large, like, cistern, like a chamber mm-hmm. in the middle of the mountain. And there is an overwhelming smell of muck and mud, blood, a very heavy coppery smell in the air. Uh, and like sewage almost lots of corpses most of them skeletal some of them disembodied arms that maybe just have been missed by this snake and in the far corner of the room you can see citadel valiantly holding off this snake I charge in all right yeah, I get to within range, and I'm going to... We're going to go again? Just recklessly fire at this fucking thing. Are you going to... You're probably going to try and stay... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Citadel probably doesn't know that you're here yet. No. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to make my way towards, like, the rear of the snake. Okay. In a quick way, and I'm going to fire two bolts off into uh, to the snake. Let's do it. Give me an attack with advantage. 24. Alright, so that's 8 plus. So I do 12 on the first one. Eleven. Ooh, excuse me. Yowza. Yeah. Some cherry pie burps. <laughs> uh are we gonna try and hide again? Uh, and eleven misses. I rolled an 11 on the second. Oh, I thought you said it was damage. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. All right. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that hit or not. Okay. So uh, you fire these two bolts. One of them slams, I would say, into like the base of the skull of this thing. It's got a couple of bolts hanging out of them now. Mm. And this snake remembers this pain from just a couple minutes ago, and it is not happy. The second one obviously misses. Yes. My bonus action, I'm going to go ahead and attempt to hide. Okay. So now Citadel realizes what's happening. Should I roll? Uh, not yet. I'm sorry. Citadel just yells out, Traveler, no! And you can roll your stealth check now. 20. Oof. Modified. Okay. So you are hidden. And while you kind of find a place maybe behind a pile of bodies or something like that, you feel by your feet moving around and two more snake heads emerge out of all the corpses and the muck. The same size as this one? Yeah. Emerge from like underneath me? Uh, yeah, not next or to like you. Or like around yeah. in this room? Right. Okay. Well, my turn is over. I'm going to sit there and cower behind corpses. Citadel 
slams his warhammer into the back of this snake and just shatters some bones, and this snake goes down. There are now at least two snakes left. Okay. Now, these snakes, they seem like they noticed Citadel because he was openly fighting this last snake. Uh, they have no idea that you're even here. All right, I remain hidden. Yeah, I just I stay hidden behind the bodies. Citadel yells, "Traveler, no!" So I'm just gonna kind of freeze behind the bodies. I want to see what his plan was as to why he didn't want me to uh, to intervene. Because I'm trying to figure out maybe he knew that there were other snakes in here and he wanted me to be quiet. Like um, I'm kind right. of frozen right now. Uh, so now these there's two snakes. There's one probably about 15 feet directly in front of you. And then there's one about 17, 20 feet off to in front of you and to the right. And Citadel would be standing on the opposite side with this first snake being in between him and you. Okay. Uh, so Citadel is directly in front of you. And your view of him is separated by this first snake. And then the secondary snake off to the right. And they are both converging onto Citadel. Okay. Citadel swings at the first snake and misses. He spins around and... Somehow rolls exactly the same thing twice. Uh, spins around and attacks the second snake to no avail. And now they are both within striking range of Citadel. All right, I'm going to fire. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to shoot after the one that's in between myself and Citadel. We'll call that Snake One. Snake One. So the first bolt does 14 damage. And the second one does 6. So 20 total. And then I attempt to hide again. Give me a stealth. 13. And in the nick of time, as this snake spins around to scan its surroundings, somehow you dove out of the way. And the snake does not see you. Uh, so they both continue to attack Whitmore. Sit it down. Yeah, why don't I? You should have just brought Whitmore <laughs> with it. And uh, snake number one strikes at him and misses. Snake number two comes around and bites at him and kind of shakes him around real quick and drops him. Uh, luckily, the way his, his body is designed, like these teeth aren't actually penetrating anything. So if Whitmore, or if Citadel is in pain, uh, you can't quite tell. Okay. This tournament. Uh, if you do not interrupt, they will keep going back and forth with each other. Oh, then whenever I, whenever you choose to engage. Yeah, I'm going to. Because you actually haven't been detected yet, so. Then undetectable. Yes. Natural 20. Oh, shit. So we're going to roll your damage after everything is said and done, then we'll double it. 6 11 plus Why do I feel like I fucked up the last one? Yeah, I think I made a mistake on the last damage roll. I think I added my modifiers to the sneak attack. Mm. I fucked that up. Because uh, I rolled a 6. So 6 plus the proficiency bonus plus my dex plus the modifier for the weapon is... 11, and then I just rolled a 3. So that's 14. Yeah, so that's the attack. So that's 28. 28 damage. Yeah. And then my second attack. 
I rolled a 19 and a 1. Give me a D100. And a... Oh, wait. I will. 64. All right. So <clears throat> you fire these bolts off, and uh, one of them goes through the throat of one of these snakes, uh, snake number one, and downs the snake. And your, fire, your second bolt fires off as the snake is falling. This second bolt whizzes obviously past where the snake was you would have hit it had it not died uh, and it ends up lodging into the eyeball by coincidence of the second snake so this snake the second snake takes disadvantage on attack rolls for the remainder of the encounter alright cool and I'm going to attempt to hide once more give me a stealth with advantage Somehow, some way, one-eyed Willie, one-eyed snake, bleeding and rag, ragging in pain, it sees you. Maybe just through innate abilities, or maybe because Harrison was a little overzealous and excited about putting down snake number two. Maybe that 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 is possible. Yeah. While this snake is watching you hide, slam his warhammer in the side of this snake's face. Uh, rolling this shit. 18. 20. So it's going to be Snake, you, Citadel. Uh, so this snake is still, I mean, it, it's much closer to Citadel, so it's going to continue to focus on Citadel, and it's going to miss Citadel. And the fire. Some bolts. Uh, 22. 17 for the first one. And attack number two is an 18. Okay. And seven. And then once more, this is like rinse and repeat. I'm going to attempt to hide again. All right. Give me a stealth. Nine. And that fails. And the snake... Gets a one. And he twists his ankle. Uh, so the snake goes down trying to attack Citadel. And maybe it's because it's half blind, who knows, but Citadel kind of just sidesteps and the snake's head slams into uh, the wall, thus losing a turn. Did Citadel go? He goes, right? Citadel misses somehow. Eleven on the first one. Uh, so the snake misses its turn, and Citadel finishes this snake off. He raises his warhammer up in the air and just brings it to bear on the front of this uh, snake's face, and it wriggles a little bit and then comes to a rest. We have to get out of here. Yeah, we have to go. There's more. Let's go. All right. Um, so as you look around this room, there are dozens 
and dozens of tunnels. And of course, Harrison is disoriented from fighting, has no idea which one he came in through. Give me a survival check. Was that wisdom again? Yeah. A one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, we're just picking a random hole. Uh, The plus side is we know that they all go out. Just don't know where they go. Right. And now I'm without my rope. Uh, So we pick a random hole and we spend about almost an hour, about 50 minutes, climbing and clawing our way out of this chamber through these tunnels. And uh, you got a one, you said? Yes, I did. Okay, so the we emerge probably about sixty feet above the path, oh, and now we don't know where on the path we are, which way what is. So we have two two things that we need to contend with. One is getting down from a sixty foot elevation above the path. And then if we are able to do that, to try to, like, reorient ourselves to right. where we are. Okay. I look to Citadel. I, I don't think it's safe to go back and pick a different tunnel. No. There's many snakes in there. They're all on the hunt. They're going to come back. Yeah, of course. And our scent is down there. They're, yes. They're going to find us. We need to, we need to move. The, uh, I, I look out of where this hole is. Um, is it like a steep drop or it's on like a like a slope? It's not perfect. It's not a sheer drop. Um, it's workable with a strength check. <laughs> Let's go for it. I'm going to try to work my way down this. All right. I would say do it with a plus two because I figure Citadel is probably going to help you and Citadel can probably fall from this height and he would probably hurt him but he would probably survive it so I imagine like Citadel is kind of like almost like a gorilla like going down the wall and maybe reaching a hand out to help you so give yourself a strength check with a plus two and 11 all right yeah so you get to you after some time you albeit barely Mm. you get to the bottom of this uh this mountain pass and now here we are. No idea which fucking direction we're facing. No. And it doesn't look familiar. I mean, it, it looks like it looks like the you entire could have been way. walking on this the last two hours. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. One thing is for sure, you are not near this body. We're now three bodies. Right. You know, and you spent you figure you spent twenty minutes walking around looking for the hole. That you went in. Right. Okay, let me ask you this. 30, 40 minutes climbing in, and then 50 minutes climbing out. So you're looking at a total of three hours of walking around in any direction. And the drop was 60 feet down, so there is a chance that the tunnel that we went through went under the pass and came out the other side. Yes. Entirely possible. Pick a direction. So out of the hole, we go left. All right. And cross the fingers. Welcome to Hexley. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would love. <laughs> all right. Uh, are we going to regroup at all? or uh, We are going to... No. Regroup? No. We're, we're going to fucking... We're marching. We're marching. All right. 
I would say it's probably late afternoon by this point. Okay. Yeah, late. we're going to take it till the uh, either the excuse me, we're going to take it till either the sun goes down or we're going to go up until we see like a, a clearing on either side of the the path. Okay. Uh Well, as you're walking, you end up finding a familiar scene. A couple of bodies laying on the ground. Oh. How many bodies? Uh, presently, there are three bodies. So the original corpse and then the two guys who were bitten. Yes. We're missing the constricted gentleman. Possibly. And now these, these bodies are stacked up on the left side of the trail. Stacked up? Not stacked up, but where they, they are, they're oriented on the left side of the trail. What do you mean? Like they've been moved? No, that's just where they are. So when you first approached them, were they on the left or the right? Hmm. I don't remember. Well, now they're on the left side of the trail. I thought they were in the middle of the trail. God damn it. Is there blood on the ground? Yeah. Is there a trail of blood? Kind of, sort of, not... Speckles here or there, splatters here or there. I'm going to try to follow it as far as I can. Give me go ahead. Give me a survival check. 18. All right. So after following this blood for a while, 18, you said? You yeah. figured out a couple things. Number one, uh, you're going the wrong way. Okay. The bodies, as you're walking, you recognize the hole that Citadel came out of, and you realize, oh, shit, I got to go the other way. Uh, you're presently walking back toward the bluffs. Right. Uh, if you follow this trail, it eventually ends somewhere near one of the walls of the the cliff face, the mountain, the mountainside. The blood ends, like the blood splatters and, right, and right. trails or whatever, ends somewhere near the wall of the trail, and leads up to what, like one of the holes, or it just you can't disappears. Tell. Yeah. All right. I tell Citadel we're, we're going the wrong way. We have to turn around. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My internal compass. Uh, all right, so now it's starting to get toward nightfall. Okay. Yeah, we have to get past where... Uh, holy shit. So now we have to walk back towards the area of the cave that we came out after fighting the... Oh, it's going to be so fucking messy. How far down the path was the uh, Thunderview Bluff? About from this incident yeah. scene? Probably about half a day, maybe three quarters of a day. Yeah, that's too far. Oh, uh, what to do? What to do? So we're back at the point where the original snake attack happened. Um, it's almost a full day. I would think it would take a full day if, because now it's getting dark to go all the way back to Thunderview. And it's an unknown distance to. Um, yeah, what? Belheim? Belheim, yeah. Um, and if we go back in the direction from which we came after leaving the, uh, the snake pit, we're ultimately just going to end up where we exited. <laughs> oh, man, this is such a bad fucking spot. Um, where these bodies are, is there a clearing there? And no, it's just can nope, it's no just clearing. a path. And in our travels towards this spot, there was no clearing. 
No, because you didn't travel ver- that far. Okay. I would say. All right, we're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna head back into the direction of Belheim. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna travel until we find a place to shack up. Yeah, I don't go care through? how okay. fucking dark it gets. All right, so at some point throughout the night, early in the evening, I would say, um, maybe like ten, eleven o'clock at night ish, we find a place that's reasonable to set up a camp. Okay. Ironically, there is a large dead snake near this area. Just a dead snake right in the clearing. Freshly killed? It doesn't have flies or anything on it. Okay. If you were to check the snake out on a cursory view, once you're convinced it's dead, poking it with a stick maybe, Mm -mm. uh, you don't see any wounds on it. The snake is just dead. Shit gets worse and worse. All right, I'm gonna do a, uh, I'm gonna do a search of the surrounding area. I really don't know if I want to fucking camp where there's a gigantic dead snake. Give me uh, an investigation. Thirteen. So, you're looking around. You're poking around. This snake appears to have been in a fight. It doesn't look like it just died of old age. Right. Um, but it's bizarre because there's no wounds on it. It's pale colored, the snake, and you can see um, like bruises and jutting out pieces of flesh, almost like it has broken bones. And uh, it was not cut open. It wasn't harvested for anything. It got involved in something and either came to rest here or this is actually where it died. Uh, Looking around, you can see um, signs of an old camp that was set up. There's a fire ring with very cold coals. So this campfire is minimum one day old. Okay. Yeah, I guess we're gonna we're gonna use this camp. Harrison's beat up. Like he he needs to rest. So And this is probably the first time that he's seen Citadel get like his shit handed to him too. So like Yeah, we, we gotta we gotta set up camp. So we'll use that that campsite right. and just roll the dice and see what happens. Are we going to uh, do a long rest or a short rest? Uh, I'm going to try to do a long rest. What's the weather like? Like, Is it cold? It's okay. It's mild. We can get by without a fire. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. All right, so I want to go like outside of where the camp is. Okay. Not far, but I just want to stay on like the outskirts of where this this camp was. Okay. And... um, yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to take a long rest and Harrison will ask Citadel if he wouldn't mind keeping watch for the night. Yeah. He he's he's okay. Okay. Um and we're gonna crash out? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um long rest heals you up, right? Yes. All right. Uh heal yourself up and at some point during the night you get woken up by Citadel. Um oh. He's just gently shaking you. And when he detects that you're awake, we're not alone. All right. We are back. Uh, what a great gameplay session. And speaking of gameplay, mm. we've gotten our, our teeth real deep in the meat of uh, Breakpoint. A lot of people not happy with this game. They're idiots. 
No, okay. They're idiots. Categorically. Across the board. All these people are complaining about microtransactions in the game, and it's a complete lie. Fake news. It's fake news. Oh, shit. So, I, I've sank a considerable <laughs> amount of time into this game. I think I'm up to like 26 hours. How is that even possible? I must have left my fucking PS4 on overnight one day. That must be why. I think that's what it is. And it, the game just played itself and leveled my guy up. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. amazing how that works. You probably had a pillow on top of the controller. No, my, well, my dog, I've oh, trained yeah, him. Yeah. He is a trained sniper. So he's been doing really well with the game. Anyway, in all seriousness, um, I probably put, I put over 24 hours into the game. Uh, I think my item level, I'm at about like 130, right? So uh, it's sad, I know. I think I'm level like 25. You're 100 higher than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what I can tell you is that this whole microtransaction complaint that people have, it's geared for people that don't want to put the time or cannot afford to put the time into the game, and they want all of the guns. Because everything that you could buy with real money, weapon-wise, <laughs> to like to increase like your, your experience with the game, your interaction with the game... Everything that you would pay money for, you can get with time. So all that that money is doing is saving you time. And the only thing that your hard-earned American dollar is buying you that you cannot get from playing the game are outfits. And if you're upset because the game is just following a formula that's worked for dozens of other games, okay, then you're just going into this game with blinders on. You know. So last week we talked about uh, your concern. I think we talked about this on the Warhammer side, right? Yes. So you were talking about your concern with uh, enemies being bullet sponges and all this. It sounds like that has... They're not. They're totally... They're not. Because like I've chosen the sharpshooter class, right? So when, when you're picking guys off from a distance, dude, it's one shot, one kill. Even when you get into a base, and I'll switch from like the sniper to a, uh, you know, like an assault rifle. Dude, I'll still I'll plug him with like three rounds in the chest, which is realistic. Anybody who thinks that like one shot, one kill in real life, like that's how war works, that's not the way that it works. You know, you're not putting one round. I uh, have a lot of experience with me and my friends when we were eight or nine years old riding mm -hmm. our bikes around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it took quite a few shots to take people down with our Nerf guns. It did. Well, Just that's saying. what I'm talking about. So you have direct knowledge. I also as to how know, it correlates into... I also know, as mm -hmm. per the Geneva Convention, when you shoot somebody, yeah. they have to put their arm up, and then they're out. Yeah, they tag themselves, and then they walk off the battlefield. Right. And you have to let them. Yes. Otherwise, you get you get thrown into the brig for poor sportsmanship. Correct. Right. Um, you get yeah, a, dude, a it, green card. It, the, the ref comes out and hits oh, you with a green card. Okay. I thought we were going back to Bangladesh. No, no, no. <laughs> um, again, I am no professional video game critic uh but as they say i know what i hate right uh that old that old gag all i know about this game is when we play it together i have a fucking blast all i know is when i play it by myself i have a blast the game is just fun yeah for me for me winston Got to go on my rides here. <laughs> and we're good. Look, not every game is going to be for everybody. Sure. Of course. Uh, if you were a fan of Wildlands, 
I think if you take out all the shit that they added, dude, you could still have as much fun, if not more fun, in this game than you had in Wildlands. The map is bigger. And um, prettier. And the map is prettier. The, the one thing, and our buddy and, and myself, we were talking about it when we were playing. Um, the one thing that this map so far that I have not discovered that Wildlands had, that this one appears to not have, is a drastic change in terrain. Right. You know? Like, there were significant, like, like, what, what's the fucking word that I'm looking for? Um, Biomes. Yes, thank you. So, Wildlands had a more diverse biome structure than this game does. And maybe it's just because I have not explored every inch of the map, because the map is pretty fucking big. Right. You know, I picked one little bivouac that I started in and went to the northern, you know, I marked like a, a waypoint on the northernmost part of the map, and it was like 26 kilometers away. Right. You know, so it's it's fucking it's big. It's a big map. Uh, all right, so there you have it. Breakpoint, good game. Get it. All right, so two. Easy speaks. It's a revolutionary idea. Just remember, it started here on Dyson Pipes. It did. It did. Uh, to Jew. Right, J E W double. W. Double, Maybe that's what they double, took the two E's out. They they got real, real uh, literal. Yep. With it. Yep. Now we know. Just uh, Citadel and the snakes. My heart was breaking, fam. I thought we were done. I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes. I'm a motherfucking Warforged. Is that from like snakes on a plane? Snakes on a mountain. Two dice. Empire.